Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's podcast. I hope you're keeping very well. My name is Owen Colgan. I, uh, I was just thinking this week about people doing the leaving cert. I, uh, it's been a long time since I've done it. A very, very long time. But when I did do it, I did really well. Brilliant, so good in fact that I went back to repeat it. And when I went back to repeat it, I think I got, I think it was something like 700 points. I don't know what it was, but it was brilliant. And it was uh, twice, no, sorry, the first time I got 450 and I didn't even study. And then the second time I said, I remember going up to the principal and saying to him, guess who's back? And he looked at me going, oh, not you. And... Because I was a troublemaker too, you see. I was a cool dude and I was a troublemaker, but I was really good at reading and studying and maths. I did honours maths, which was complicated, but easy. I love honours maths because it suits me because I'm a genius. And that's why I got... Actually, I think it was 800 points I got in the Leaving Cert, actually, sorry. 800. So it's, you know, if... It's an easy exam though. It's just one exam you do it and you sit down. And basically, for anyone that's outside Ireland listening to this, the leading search is basically, you sit down, there's a fellow there standing in front of you saying to you, asking you questions about anything. It could be, you know, what's the capital of China? Or it could be, tell me something that Seamus Heaney once said. It could be anything, it's all made up. And uh, you basically have to answer those as quick as you can. You got 10 minutes. And then I think there's boxes involved. It's like you've got 15 boxes and you have to pick a box. And then the banker calls and he says, I'm going to give you 2,000 quid. And he goes, no, I'm not going to take it. So it depends. There's a lot of variables when it comes to the lead insert. But it's also seen as almost like the gateway into a different realm of your life. You're finished with school, potentially finished with education. No more. Unless, of course, you, um, well, you know, not many people are doing as many courses as they used to because of YouTube. There's so much stuff on there now. If you want to build a wall, you go on YouTube. You know, I was doing an online haircutting course during lockdown just to, just to test myself. And uh, basically, there's a fella who you pay he watches you cutting your hair on the Zoom. He's brilliant. So, And basically what you have to do is you've got to buy your own scissors. But his scissors and your scissors are connected through an app. So he actually has a head in front of him. It's just like a dummy head with hair on it. And he'll emulate your hair. And then he walk you through. Or should I say, use his hands to slowly show you the way of cutting hair. And it's, I think it's just genius. I had to get rid of my fellow though because he was, he was kind of calling me after hours, three o'clock in the morning, like, do you want a haircut to you? I had to get rid of him. But anyways, the leaving cert, it's, it's, you know, it, it is tricky. I can understand people saying that, but again, I got 900 points or 850 or something. I forget, it doesn't matter. I got that in the leaving cert. And I remember when I got the results, the principal called me up. I remember him saying to me, did you see what you got? I said, I did, yeah. And he was just like that. If that doesn't prove to you that I got those points, then I don't know what will. And some people are just like, 
jealous, you know, they, they believe that you can't achieve these results without studying because I didn't study. You can ask my mother or my father. I have a laptop open every night and I was watching reruns of Exhibit Pimp My Ride. I didn't do no studying. No, I didn't even, I didn't even know where my geography book was. I remember saying that to my mother. I don't know where my geography book is. She goes, Jesus, well, if you knew your geography a bit better, you might know where it is. She, uh, she was a header. She is a header. She's a fucking lunatic. But this leaving her carry on. And it, it's almost like it's a gateway. It was a gateway for me anyways. To get out of Mayo and into Galway. And when I got to Galway, oh, I turned into a real bad boy. Because, you, you, you know, you start living in the city, start walking faster around corners. you got to be a man around town because you don't want the other lad thinking he's tougher than you. So that's what you got to look forward to. And again, you don't have to do any of that. I'm just saying this is my path. So basically what I was getting at is that this leave insert that puts a lot of pressure on people to sort of, you know, tell me what you want to do in your life right now. And I know you're looking at me thinking, yeah, but it's okay for you, Owen. You could have been a model. You could have been a, you know, security guard. You could have been a, you know, private security guard. You could have been a wrestler. Could have been a kung fu teacher, a sensei. The list goes on. I probably should be doing what John Kevin is doing. As in, you know, going around to gyms, cutting ribbons, signing off and stuff. MMA related. That should be me. Decided against it. I didn't want that. I wanted a quieter life. I wanted to stay out the west. County Mayo, which is actually, funnily enough, it's where I did the leaving, actually. I did the leaving in um, Swinford. It, was a lo- it is a lovely school. And it was when I was growing there as well. Or going there and growing there, says you. But I remember as well, I went to a different school. I went to two schools, actually. My mother moved me because I was a bad boy. But when I got to the secondary school of the other school, the teacher goes to me, you look like you're going to be a great student. I'm going to stick you in Tanner's maths. Everyone was like, what? How can you tell he's going to be a genius? Yeah, some people said I had a fat head. Other lads were knew, sorry, they knew that I was a genius because there was one time where the teacher got me up to the board to answer some question that they'd wrote up there. I completely guessed the answer. 34. Got it right or I was close enough. And the teacher told me to just sit down. And in that exam, or there was some other exam around that same time. I remember getting the results for the test and everyone was so nervous I didn't care. I was so relaxed. Got the results for the test. Boom, 97% on your test. That's what I got, 97%. I remember the whole class thinking, you must have cheated. I was like, I didn't cheat. That's just... The way I am, deal with it. People were like getting pissed off. Surely you did cheat. No, 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 I didn't cheat. I definitely didn't cheat. Okay. Now, you're either with me or you're not. Because I'm on a one-way fucking train to Brinsville. Ended up going to Galway. Working in, um, worked in a shop actually. It was called Gala back in the day. Or sorry, no, it was called Vivo back in the day. Now it's called Gala. I used to go in there after the nightclub. There was a nightclub across the road. This was the year after my leaving cert, by the way. So I was as fresh as a daisy. I was walking around Galway City, listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, buying clothes in age action. 
and I never bought them the right size for me because I never tried them on when I was in there. But then I put them on and I realized that I'm wearing a top that's five times too big for me. But they were good days. And um, people who do the leaving search, you have all that to look forward to. You have all of that to look forward to. And again, just to go back to the leaving search, I don't want to drag this out any longer. But if you are talking to my principal and he says to you that I'm making up these results or that, you know, I didn't even bother waiting to hear what result I got. Tell him he's a fucking liar. He passed flying colours two times. And by the way, this is a second fact that I didn't even want to say tonight. But here we go. I, the second year I was doing my leaving cert, I have five PE classes a week. I was turning professional almost by the end of the leaving cert. I was playing that much indoor soccer with the boys. So don't turn it back on me, Father Jennings. Don't turn your back on me. When you know, and I both know, and that we know, that I did that leaving cert twice. And I passed it with flying colours. I don't want you calling up the house again, threatening me or my father. Because we didn't, we didn't do anything. We're both strong men. We've got great personalities. And we're handsome. That's, that's, but don't be threatening us. Okay? I'll see you at Mass next Sunday. Before we go any further, I'd like to thank everybody on Patreon for supporting me in this podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. Thank you so much. And I really do appreciate it. And to Golden Bake Jamons for the support. Your lovely, delicious jamons continue to rock my world. Daily fresh taste from your own freezer. A very tasty. I was in Simpins and DePaul, the second-hand shop today. When I walked in, I had the mask on, I had the glasses on. Went over to one of the corners. And this lady came in. And they were both, uh, herself and another lady, were talking about size 13 shoes. And one of them said to the other one, is it true what they say about people with size 13 shoes? And I turned around and I said, what? That they have a massive beep? I don't want to say it. But everyone in the shop knew what I was talking about. Because that's what they were talking about. But they said to me that they were actually just going to talk about socks. So I was like, oh, come on. We, we all know what you were, going to, you were thinking about. Why do you care if a man's got big socks? You know, the socks aren't important. And they said, no. No. So I said, what? I said, no. We were actually genuinely talking about socks. So I said, I apologize. I didn't mean to offend. And then I pointed to a checkered shirt. I said, can I have that? And then the security guard, this man, he walks over and he's like, he's got a tribal tattoo and he's got one of those things on his arms. You know, those things that have the, it's like uh, security tags. He had one of those on it and it said ex-soldier. So I just went to him, you're tough. And he goes, if you keep giving cheek in here, you're gone. So anyways, calmed down a small bit. I went back and I started looking through these. They had a few books on a shelf. I was looking through them and they were mostly fiction. But there was one and it was called Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was grabbing at it because I've heard stories about it. And as I was grabbing it, 
The woman behind me goes, have you read the sequel? Fifty Shades of Cock. And I was just absolutely flabbergasted by that. I was just, I, I thought that that was not a nice thing to say. Because up to that point, I was thinking about buying Fifty Shades of Grey. And then I left it there. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want the book. So I left. And uh, then I went across the road and there's a good one. And it depends on the shop, you know, you can get really good ones. You can get really good ones. Sometimes you're in there, though, and you're looking at people's clothes and you're thinking, some lad was walking around town with his shirt on before. Or you might buy a pair of shoes and you're like, some lad was in these shoes before. You can almost feel the presence. The only thing you can't get in there is socks and underwear. And that's fair enough. I don't want to be seeing anyone else's underwear. Second-hand jocks, no thank you. Because chances are the gusset has caved in. And it's only been held together by... I don't know what it is, by maybe the fucking... Uh, I don't know. Don't even want to think about it. Maybe an angel is looking down on the jockstrap. Holding it together for dear life. But anyways, they're not in there. But there is some lovely stuff in some of those second-hand shops. I was in one two weeks ago. Never forget it. Two weeks ago to the day, actually. This same time I was in there. It was a massive one. I won't give the name away. But walked up to the counter. Well, I seen a picture behind the counter. Actually, no, I went, I'll go back into the step. I walked into the second-hand shop. And I walked up to the counter. And they had the radio playing, right? The radio was playing the music in the shop. And when I walked in there, I said, oh, How much is the radio? Just as a little fucking joking. And they said to me, ah, it's not for sale. It's the music for the shop. I was like, I know, I know well. I know well. And I walked away over to the shirt section, I think it was. Forget now. Doesn't matter. Anyways, we were looking around, you know, and just everything was grand. And um, your man then comes over to me and goes, here, try on these shoes. I said, I don't, I don't think they're going to suit me. He goes, try them on. They'll suit you. This is like a fella from out the back. He just popped out. He was in the back. I don't know what he was doing, but he popped out the front. He gave me these shoes and goes, here, try them on. They're going to suit you. Try them on. Then there was a woman in the shop with her child. And she goes, they look lovely on you. I thought, Jesus. Either this is a really good setup or they've got me here. And I remember looking around and... Up, I looked up the security camera and the camera was zoomed in and then the staff was there looking at me going are you going to pay for that I was like well, yes of course I am and so I ended up getting what did I get today I got a cup I got a spoon I got a picture oh a signed picture of Jimmy White the one and the only Jimmy Jimothy as he wrote as he wrote on the picture, have it above the mantelpiece in the living room now. Jimothy White. You know, I don't even think the pictures are for him, which kind of annoys me. But I read Jimmy White's autobiography once and he said that he was a big fan of signing books. And so that's why I know that this is authentic. Even though it's not a book, it's a picture of a fella that looks like Jimmy White. Jimmy White's signature, or I should say Jimothy White. But he was kind of like a body double anyways for Jimmy White. He, what he would do is he'd go around to small pubs in Ireland and... He would pretend to be Jimmy White. So he'd play pool and he'd drink gin and tonics. 
and then people started copping that it wasn't actually Jimmy White because he was shite at pool. Jimmy White's brilliant at pool, one of the best ever. He's probably in the top five. But anyways, between the jigs and the reels, it, uh, it's hanging above my living room right next to my signed autograph of Ryan Gosling. The one, the only, the actor that played the driver in the movie Driver. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. There's a great soundtrack to it too. But Ryan Gosling's signature and the picture of Jimothy White on a mantelpiece tonight. And also, also, I got this lovely drink today, which I'm going to share with you now. And this drink was, it was Ribena water and uh, a slice of lemon. It was a very good drink. About Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's loved, beloved, he's, everyone thinks he's great, he's a tall actor, he's a big guy, muscular. Some people say he's a very handsome, most handsome man in the world. He's probably got a massive willy. It doesn't matter. Rock Johnson, we all know who he is. He's plenty of money. Anyways, a question that came in this week was from someone saying, what do you think about The Rock? Do I think he's as cool as he lets on he is? And I think that that's a great point because, and again, this doesn't come from a place of jealousy. I want people to realize that when I tear Dwayne The Rockshin the rock down. Dwayne the Johnson, The Rock, okay? Now, I love The Rock, but if we did what he keeps saying we should do, then the world would be full of really muscular people. I think we've enough muscular people now, thanks. You just have to go into FlyFit and you can see the trainers. They're all in good shape. All in good shape. I used to work out in a gym in the 90s with a coach that he'd take breaks in between his workouts to have a cigarette. He reckons it builds the lungs. But I don't think he did a great job because he had to give up the boxing. He didn't have good cardio from the smokes. So, anyways, I don't think Dwayne The Rock Johnson smokes, but he'd be going with that tequila crack as well. Trying to make a few pounds on the tequila, so he is. And fair play to him. I suppose, you know, if you, if, uh, if I was in town and I seen a bottle of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila, I'd probably pick up a bottle as long as it wasn't fucking atrociously priced but you wouldn't know then either could be probably I'd say 70 quid a bottle I'd say at least anyways um, and Dwayne by the way if you listen to this mate send me out a bottle there will you please but I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson I just think we've got enough muscular people in the world and we don't all need to be muscular and Dwayne The Rock Johnson I know he's not telling me specifically or anyone else to work out in the gym every day but he has a team of people that follow him around all the time with the gym. They chase him around the world with the gym, with weights, with dumbbells, with ket kettlebells, bench press. There's a reason why Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the biggest man in the world. Strongest man that ever lived. And a legend, you know, the rock bottom, uh, the people's elbow. You know, he's starting off in the 90s, or maybe no, it was the noughties actually, I'd say, where he was wrestling over there in America. And of course, we know his story about not making it to the top level of the NFL, which is National Football League. And it's where they have this ball that's like oval, but it's not, it's not a football, it's an oval ball. And they throw it long distances and then lads run into each other. 
and the games go on for four days and it's brilliant it's great you know my cousin told me that the the way they have american football set up it's for lads to put bets on because it's so drawn out it could be for fucking hours that's why they get so many injuries because they're constantly banging into each other the games go on for days Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he didn't make it to the elite level. So then he decided he'd go wrestling. And he met it up to the ranks of wrestling. His father was also a wrestler. Rest in peace. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson came onto the scene. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. And he put up the people's eyebrow. I think it was called the people's eyebrow. And then he'd have a lad laid out in the middle of the ring. He'd take off his elbow glove throw it into the crowd he'd do the rock bottom the people's elbow I should say and there was one time I'll never forget this till the day I die I'll never forget this it was the Royal Rumble I believe it was 96 Rikishi and Dwayne the Rock Johnson were the last two men inside the ring there was fire in the building Rikishi one of the biggest men to ever set foot inside the WWE wrestling ring. Huge man. Big stocky man. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is no small man himself. He's six foot five. He's about 23 stone of pure beef. Mr. Beefcake, we called him in my house. Look at Mr. Beefcake on the television. Who? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yes. But anyways, here was Dwayne The Rock Johnson trying to lift Rikishi out of the ring like a fucking lad in a forklift trying to pick up a pallet that he just couldn't pick up Rikishi was too big for him Rikishi had too much too much sort of energy in the ground he couldn't get him out of the ring and then whatever way Rikishi turned Dwayne grabs him and does the rock bottom on him throws him into the ring nearly fucking takes the ring with him and Rikishi lying there and boom he gets an elbow the people's elbow into the into the chest or somewhere I couldn't see where it was and that was him gone and he pulled him out to the side of the fucking stage and he threw him over the edge and Dwayne The Rock Johnson won the Royal Rumble winning the hearts and minds of people across the world and then he went into the acting and he plays a tough man who is very good at fighting and he's always killing people or punch no sorry he's never killing people no he's never killing people he's always punching people or smashing people's heads in but he's never killing anyone but he bashes them away and sometimes he meets guys just as big as him but whatever it is about Dwayne he's got the the IQ of a genius he's tough and he's got a fucking huge IQ you don't know what he's going to do next that's why he always wins in the movies and people, that person in particular got, in, got on to me and was kind of sort of having a dig at Dwayne. He was kind of saying that Dwayne is, you know, maybe he's not as genuine as he lets on he is. He's got loads and loads of millions and then he's telling us to go out working in the gym seven days a week when, you know, you know, I mean, I love weights. I love them. And in fact, I'm wearing my, my belt brace as we speak. I'm in my onesie and I'm squatting. But seven days a week, you need to give yourself a break. 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson, in fairness to him, I'm not going to agree with you in this one, no. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a good guy. I think that he's he's pushing positivity, and that's more important than anything. And fair play to Dwayne. And I know he listens to this podcast. Dwayne, I know you do, mate. Don't make me have to go to Vin Diesel, please. I want to act in a movie with you, but I'm willing to move to Vin Diesel. If you don't, at least get back to a text or something, okay? Anyways, folks, I'm going to head off. Thanks very much for listening to this week's podcast. I really do appreciate it. I hope you're all well out there. And if you've got anything to get off your chest, please don't ever hesitate to get in touch. Uncolly at gmail.com. And besides that, thanks very much for all the support on Patreon and everywhere else. And I really do appreciate it. And I'll chat to you soon. Good luck.